Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Georgia. Yep. I mean, that's that that he, he that's unrecoverable. And and when's the last time Georgia went democratic? 1992 with Bill Clinton. So the fact that the margin is so close in Georgia is extraordinary. I lived there for five, six years. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I saw that I saw the, the tone and tenor and demographic makeup and the, the politics of the state beginning to change. But for a Republican president to lose Georgia, I mean, first of all, it's going to destroy his chances of taking back the, the Oval Office. And then secondly, what a huge signal that is about the direction that that part of the South is, is going in. So I, I know that the president would desperately love to hang on to Georgia, but as we see those numbers narrow, there's a real question as to whether he will. So for all this attention being paid on Pennsylvania and Arizona and Nevada, I think Georgia really is the race to watch. Yeah, may come down to Arizona and Georgia. All right, John, uh, we'll get you uh, seated so you can get in position. We'll head back uh, once the president gets in the room. Uh, Thank you. Let's bring in Chris Tyrewalt, politics editor here at Fox News. Chris, good to have you with us tonight. Uh, As we wait for the president, your thoughts? Well, it's exciting, right? This is uh, election week, and we are here. And as John points out, I get that they want to fight, but there has to be something that they have to fight for. Right. I mean, there has to be something real there. And so far, it doesn't seem like there is. There's a lot of noise about the potential for fraud, but no actual proof of any of those things. The most they can come up with is that in, in Philadelphia, there were some questions about one particular convention center area, whether or not they can have observers there. Whether I they just can, went online or, and you, not even there's whether, a live stream of it. Not even whether they can have observers there, but how close the observers can be to the actual vote counting. Look, you just t- spoke to a Republican senator from Pennsylvania, and that's kind of all he could come up with in terms of pushing back on uh, what Republicans are trying to say. Wolf? All right, Jake, thanks very much. Uh, you know, uh, uh, John, we're waiting to hear from the president of the United States. He's going to be going into the White House briefing room, making a statement. We'll see if he answers reporters' questions. Before we hear that, let's do a reality check where things stand right now. Uh, he's not doing very well. Biden seems to be doing a whole lot better, getting closer and closer to the 270 electoral votes he needs to be elected president of the United States. Right. States are counting legally cast ballots. It's trending against the president, and the president is mad. Uh, He's tweeting fraud. We'll see if he repeats that when he comes into the briefing room. Perhaps we'll see a different tone. But if you read his tweets, he says the election is being stolen from him. No, they're counting legally cast ballots, and the election is trending away from him. He could still win the presidency. Uh, The trend line is going the other way right now, but he is complaining because of this. His lead in Pennsylvania is down to 75,427 votes. It was once above a half million votes. So how is that happening? Because they're counting the votes in different process. First, they count ballots cast on Election Day. President pulled out to a big lead because Republicans voted overwhelmingly on Election Day. Now they're counting ballots cast by mail. Democrats disproportionately voted by mail. We showed you a short time ago. I want to remind you, Cumberland County. The president is carrying this county. It went right after the Secretary of State spoke. They counted nearly 30,000 votes here. Joe Biden won 20,000 of them. Donald Trump won 9,000. So a net for Joe Biden of 11,000 votes in a Republican county. All of the mail-in ballots, even in Republican communities, are disproportionately Democratic. So Joe Biden got a net gain there. Now we'll come down to Philadelphia. We just got some more votes out of Philadelphia. I'll put these up on the board for you. There were, of the ballots cast, there were a little more than 4,000 ballots cast, 3,629 ballots for Joe Biden, 742 
for Donald Trump. That is above 80 percent. Above 80 percent. It's about 82, 83 percent in Philadelphia. So you see as these ballots are coming in, this is what's happening. You count, couple, you count a few thousand ballots. Joe Biden gets 3,629. Donald Trump gets 742. And then you come, out to the, you come out to the state. That lead keeps shrinking. So that is what is happening as they count legally cast ballots in Pennsylvania and in Georgia. The president leads in both states now, Wolf, let's but talk now about it's down to this. Let's talk about Georgia right now. Uh, I suspect he's going to mention Georgia because look at that lead. Uh, the president uh, had, at one point, he had, you know, hundreds of thousands of vote lead. Now it's down to 9,426. Right, and they're still counting the ballots here. And there, we know there are more enough ballots for Donald Trump to come, I mean, for Joe Biden to come back. In fact, there are more than enough ballots right here in this one county, Chatham. Savannah, and they expect, we checked in on this just a short time ago, they expect to have this up tonight. So just this one county alone, if Joe Biden keeps winning the mail-in ballots at the rate he has been, this is enough to either overtake or at least put him right back into contention. It's only 9,426 votes now, and we know there are still... ...all for Joe Biden. All for Joe Biden? Doesn't that raise a question? Uh, and this was, by the way, according to Nate Silver at 538... In Milwaukee, they had 89% turnout in the city of Milwaukee, which was uh, 20, 30 points higher than Hillary Clinton had, and 10 points or 15 points higher than Barack Obama. What does that mean? Um, it's circumstantial evidence for sure, but it seems to me to suggest that the inquiry needs to be pushed. Uh, courts can look at circumstantial inf uh, evidence and make inferences. Noon, it's down to 79 and change. By Thursday morning, it's down to 31,000. Then you come up Thursday morning a little bit later, it's down to 18,000. Then you get to 12,000. Now you come out in real time, it's down to 9,000. I can show you the same thing in Pennsylvania. I can show you the same thing in most other states. That is what's happening. Now, that looks stunning, right? When you see that lead drop so much in a normal election, that would be wow. In this election, we knew this would happen. They counted election day ballots first. Then they went back and counted the mail-in ballots. That is what's taking more time. That's why we're here on a Thursday, still talking about an election that was on Tuesday, because they're overwhelmed in the coronavirus pandemic, but they're doing their jobs counting legally cast ballots. This is democracy in action, legally. Republican poll watchers out, if that's indeed what they, what they did, that should be very concerning to us. I think the larger picture of this is, you look at all the changes we've made in election law, and the other part of of Pennsylvania, frankly, that I find outrageous is the Supreme Court let stand a state court ruling that I, that I think is unconstitutional. The law was one thing by the elected representatives. That's where the Constitution puts it. And they basically extended a deadline um, on their own. But these individual things add up. And I think what, what it's going to do is no matter who wins or loses, the loser will probably not only think, well, I've lost the election, but it was stolen for me. And that's a terrible thing for our country. Uh, and it's sort of the more lawyers, the more disputes, the more complicated and irregular you make the voting. I don't mean illegally irregular, but the more uh, the more different kinds of ways you can vote and so forth, the more you invite these kind of outcomes. And I, I think it's going to be very bitter at the end. And that's uh, that really worries me. You know, Mara, uh the Democrats and a lot of these state officials are saying we had a very smooth election for the most part in these different places. Uh, they are not seeing evidence of... Right. of
fraud, and they are willing to, to look at all of the challenges, uh, but at least yeah. they are so far standing up. They, the ballots yeah. can be challenged legally, and there's a process yeah. and the a recount. Of what is happening. And again, the transparency of this is full and open, and the president has every right to send people to watch. And if he had a case to really make, he would make it in court, not at press conferences complaining about something that, at least so far, they have absolutely no evidence to prove. These poll workers all over the country, they're working so hard. They don't work for the president. They work for the American people because they want our democracy. Uh, here he comes. Here comes the president of the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good evening. I'd like to provide the American people with an update on our efforts to protect the integrity of our very important 2020 election. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If you count the votes that came in late, we're looking at them very strongly. But a lot of votes came in late. I've already decisively won many critical states, including massive victories in Florida, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. To name just a few, we won these and many other victories despite historic election interference from big media, big money, and big tech. As everybody saw, we won by historic numbers. And the pollsters got it knowingly wrong. They got it knowingly wrong. We had polls that were so ridiculous, and everybody knew it at the time. There was no blue wave that they predicted. They thought there was going to be a big blue wave. That was false. That was done for suppression reasons. But instead, there was a big red wave. And it's been properly acknowledged, actually, by the media. They were, I think, very impressed. But that was after the fact. That doesn't do us any good. We kept the Senate, despite having twice as many seats to defend as Democrats, and in a really uh, much more competitive states, we've uh, we did a fantastic job with the Senate. I think we're very proud of what's happened there. We had many more seats to defend. They spent almost $200 million on Senate races in South Carolina and Kentucky alone, two races, and hundreds of millions of dollars overall against us. At the national level, our opponent's major donors were Wall Street bankers and special interests. Our major donors were police officers, farmers, everyday citizens. Yet, for the first time ever, we lost zero races in the House. I was talking to Kevin McCarthy today. He said he couldn't believe it. Zero races. Very unusual thing. Zero. And actually won many new seats, with, I think, many more on the way. This was also the year of the Republican woman. More Republican women were elected to Congress than ever before. That's a great achievement. I won the largest share of non-white voters of any Republican in 60 years, including historic numbers of Latino, African-American, Asian-American, and Native American voters, uh, the largest ever in our history. We grew our party by 4 million voters, the greatest turnout in Republican Party history. Uh, Democrats are the party of the big donors, the big media, the big tech it seems, and Republicans have become the party of the American worker, and that's what's happened. And we're also, I believe, the party of inclusion. As everyone now recognizes, media polling was 
election interference in the truest sense of that word by powerful special interests. These really phony polls, I have to call them phony polls, fake polls, were designed to keep our voters at home, create the illusion of momentum for Mr. Biden and diminish Republicans' ability to raise funds. They were what's called suppression polls. Everyone knows that now. And uh, it's never been used to the extent that it's been used on this last election. To highlight just a few examples, the day before election, Quinnipiac, which was wrong on every occasion that I know of, had Joe Biden up by five points in Florida, and they were off by 8.4 points, and I won Florida easily, easily. So uh, they had me losing Florida by a lot, and I ended up winning Florida by a lot. Other than that, they were very accurate. Uh, they had him up four points in Ohio, and they were up by 12.2 points. And I also won Ohio, great state of Ohio, very easily. And the Washington Post said Biden up 17 points in Wisconsin, and it was basically even. They were off by about 17 points, and they knew that. They're not stupid people. They knew that. Suppression. There are now only a few states yet to be decided in the presidential race. Uh, the voting apparatus of those states are run in all cases by Democrats. We were winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then our numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret. And uh, they wouldn't allow legally permissible observers. We went to court in a couple of instances, and we were able to get the observers put in. And when the observers got there, they wanted them 60, 70 feet away, 80 feet, 100 feet away, or outside the building to observe people inside the building. And we won a case, a big case, and uh, we have others happening. There are a lot of, lots of litigation, even beyond our litigation. There's tremendous amount of litigation generally because of how unfair this process was. And I predicted that. I've been talking about mail-in voting for a long time. It's, uh, it's really destroyed our system. It's a corrupt system. And it makes people corrupt, even if they aren't by nature. But they become corrupt. It's too easy. They want to find out how many votes they need, and then they seem to be able to find them. They wait and wait, and then they find them. And you see that on election night. We were ahead in vote in North Carolina by a lot, tremendous number of votes. And uh, we're still ahead by a lot, but uh, not as many because they're finding ballots all of a sudden. Oh, we have some mail-in ballots. It's amazing how those mail-in ballots are so one-sided, too. I know that it's supposed to be to the advantage of the Democrats, but in all cases, they're so one-sided. We were up by nearly 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania. I won Pennsylvania by a lot. And uh, that gets whittled down to, I think they said now we're up by 90,000 votes. And they'll keep coming and coming and coming. They find them all over. And they don't want us to have any observers, although we want a court case. The judge said you have to have observers. Likewise, in Georgia, and they're appealing. Actually, they're appealing. Uh, we want a case that we want people to watch, and we want observers. And they're actually appealing, which is sort of interesting. I wonder why they'd appeal, that all we want to do is have people watch as they do the vote tabulations. Likewise, in Georgia, I won by a lot. 
a lot with a lead of over getting close to 300,000 votes on election night in Georgia. And by the way, got whittled down. And now it's getting to be to a point where I'll go from winning by a lot to perhaps being even down a little bit. In Georgia, a pipe burst in a faraway location, totally unrelated to the location of what was happening. And they stopped counting for four hours. And a lot of things happened. The election apparatus in Georgia is run by Democrats. We also had margins of 300,000 in Michigan. We're way up in Michigan, won the state. And uh, in Wisconsin, we did likewise fantastically well. And uh, that got whittled down. Every, in every case, they got whittled down. Today, we're on track to win Arizona. We only need to carry, I guess, 55 percent of the remaining vote, 55 percent margins. And uh, that's a margin that we've significantly exceeded. So we'll see what happens with that. But we're on track to do OK in Arizona. Uh, our goal is to defend the integrity of the election. We'll not allow the corruption to steal such an important election, or any election for that matter. And uh, we can't allow silence anybody to silence our voters and manufacture results. I've never had, I've been doing a lot of public things for a long time. I've never had anything that's been as inspirational by people calling, talking, sending things to us. I've never uh, seen such uh, such love and such affection and such uh, spirit as I've seen for this. People know what's happening and they see what's happening and it's before their eyes. And uh, there are many instances which will be reported very shortly. There's tremendous litigation going on. And this is a case where they're trying to steal an election. They're trying to rig an election. And we can't let that happen. Detroit and Philadelphia, known as two of the most corrupt political places anywhere in our country, easily cannot be responsible for engineering the outcome of a presidential race, a very important presidential race. In Pennsylvania, Democrats have gone to the state Supreme Court to try and ban our election observers, and very strongly. Now, we won the case, uh, but they're, they're going forward. They don't want anybody in there. They don't want anybody watching them as they uh, count the ballots. And I can't imagine why there's absolutely no legitimate reason why they would not want to have people watching this process, because if it's straight, uh, they would be, they should be proud of it. Instead, they're trying, obviously, to commit fraud. Uh, there's no question about that. In Philadelphia, observers have been kept far away, very far away, so far that people are using binoculars to try and see. And there's been tremendous problems caused. They put um, paper on all of the windows so you can't see in. And the people that are banned are very unhappy and become somewhat violent. The 11th Circuit ruled that in Georgia, the votes have been in by election day, that they should be in by election day. And they weren't. Votes are coming in after election day. And uh, they had a ruling already that you have to have the votes in by election day. To the best of my knowledge, votes should be in by election day. And uh, they didn't do that. Democrat officials never believed they could win this election honestly. I really believe that. That's why they did the mail-in ballots, where there's tremendous corruption and fraud going on.
That's why they mailed out tens of millions of unsolicited ballots without any verification measures whatsoever. And I've told everybody that uh, these things would happen because I've seen it happen. I watched a lot of different elections before they decided to go with this big, massive election with tens of millions of ballots going out to everybody, in many cases totally unsolicited. This was unprecedented in American history. This was by design, despite years of claiming to care about the election security. They refused to include any requirement to verify signatures, identities, or even determine whether they're eligible or ineligible to vote. People are walking in there. They have no idea. They're just taking numbers. They're writing down things, the workers, and doing a lot of bad things. And we have a lot of information coming and litigation that you'll see that will uh, shake even you people up, and you've seen it all. The officials overseeing the counting in Pennsylvania and other key states are all part of a corrupt Democrat machine that you've written about. And for a long time, you've been writing about the corrupt Democrat machine. I went to school there, and I know a lot about it. It hasn't changed a long time ago and hasn't changed. It's gotten worse. In Pennsylvania, partisan Democrats have allowed ballots in the state to be received three days after the election. And we think much more than that. And they're counting those without even postmarks or any identification whatsoever. So you don't have postmarks, you don't have identification. There have been a number of disturbing irregularities across the nation. Our campaign has been denied access to observe any counting in Detroit. Detroit is another place. And, uh, I wouldn't say has the best reputation for election integrity. Poll workers in Michigan were duplicating ballots, but when our observers attempted to challenge the activity, those poll workers jumped in front of the volunteers to block their view so that they couldn't see what they were doing. And it became a little bit dangerous. One major hub for counting ballots in Detroit covered up the windows again with large pieces of cardboard, and so they wanted to protect and block the counting area. They didn't want anybody seeing the counting, even though these were observers who were legal observers that were supposed to be there. In Detroit, there were hours of unexplained delay in delivering many of the votes for counting. The final batch did not arrive until 4 in the morning, and uh, even though the polls closed at 8 o'clock. So they brought it in, and the batches came in, and nobody knew where they came from. We've also been denied access to observe in critical places in Georgia. In multiple swing states, counting was halted for hours and hours on election night, with results withheld from major Democrat-run locations only to appear uh, later. And they suddenly appeared, and they all had the name Biden on them, or just about all, I think almost all, they all had the name Biden on them, which is a little strange. I challenge Joe and every Democrat to clarify that they only want legal votes because they talk about votes, and I think they should use the word legal, legal votes. We want every legal vote counted, and I want every legal vote counted. We want openness and transparency, no secret count rooms, no mystery ballots, no illegal votes being cast after Election Day. You have Election Day, and the laws are very strong on that. You have an Election Day, and they don't want votes cast after Election Day, and they want the process to be an honest one. It's so important. We want an honest election, and we want an honest count. 
And we want to honor people working back there because it's a very important job. So that's the way this country is going to win. That's the way the United States will win. And we think we will win the election very easily. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation because we have so much evidence, so much proof, and it's going to end up perhaps at the highest court in the land. We'll see. But we think there'll be a lot of litigation because we can't have an election stolen like this. And I, I tell you, I, would, I have been talking about this for many months with all of you. And I've said very strongly that mail-in ballots are going to end up being a disaster. Small elections were a disaster. Small, very easy-to-handle elections were disastrous. Uh, this is a large-scale version, and it's getting worse and worse every day. We're hearing stories that are horror stories, absolute horror stories. And we can't let that happen to the United States of America. It's not a question of who wins, Republican, Democrat, Joe, myself. We can't let that happen to our country. We can't be disgraced by having something like this happen. So it will be hopefully cleared up, maybe soon, I hope soon. But it'll probably go through a process, a legal process. And uh, as you know, I've claimed certain states, and uh, he's claiming states, and we can both claim the states. But ultimately, I have a feeling judges are going to have to rule. But there's been a lot of shenanigans, and we can't uh, stand for that in our country. Thank you very much. What a sad United States of America to hear their president, president say, say that, that, to falsely accuse Wow, so they go to it right away. To steal the They're hot. To, to, to try to attack They're hot on the CNN is relentlessly biased. Wow, he just walked out of the room. about the integrity I don't know what to say. State I'm, I'm flabbergasted. State. When he wins the state, it's legitimate. For, when he loses not ready for him to... the vote is being stolen oh, from, shit. Him, from him. It's, it's, it's not true. Show. It's 7.04. It's frankly pathetic. I'm a little late. I was I'm talking the into the back of the example, microphone. He, he assailed vote up. by mail. Why, he asked, why are the vote by mail ballots uh, so overwhelmingly... Here, we'll switch over to Fox. I mean, that is just... Did you see the Chiron? As you know, I've claimed certain states, and he's claiming states, and we can both claim the states, but ultimately I have a feeling judges are going to have to rule. But, but there's, there's been a lot of shenanigans, and we can't uh, stand the, for that. The Chirons on CNN were unbelievable. Yeah, he just he just says thanks, and he goes, President "Can you Trump. believe it?" Yeah, the president coming out and basically saying that uh, he believes the election is. I can't stolen. believe it. Trump. Uh, people yelling no. them on his way out the door. Yeah, said, I guess uh, this is strategy media, right now. Big money, big tech. I can't believe he didn't take questions. This dude has proved himself to be the by far uh, the most accessible president of race, all time from the beginning also for coronavirus dude was up there for hours every day well at least he gave, he was given the press alone the handling of the ballots 45 minutes to an hour every day plus a statement happening in these states he was out there for well over an hour many times when the corona thing was so really yeah, hot and i didn't really tune into it and then i started carrying them I'm like, what is this guy doing? I mean, he's taking questions like from people like more votes kept coming <laughs> even in. Even the people he hates. <sighs> so I, I don't know. I guess I should start a new stream because, well, it's the Jim Fannin show at seven o'clock, but I'm just riding on the coattails of whoever's watching from President Trump. Um, this is normally my spot we come in with a little intro we cruise some social media and we watch some videos and i'll talk shit about politicians and 
the far left wackos and uh, the bias of media and feminism and my rage, basically my rage. I go off about my rage a lot because here's the thing. I, um, I've come to accept that I go looking to f- be um, enraged. I mean, you can't go far on Twitter or social media without seeing it because if people with differing opinions and unsavory appearances <laughs> make you rage, then I think you're human. Anyway, it occurs to me that my social media accounts is just that, my rage. Let's see what... <laughs> And this one, I'm back, okay? Uh, I'm going to take Devin Tracy down. But this was a good interview. October 19th, I got locked out for a week. So I just got back yesterday, 6 a.m., something like that. The days have been running together because like a drug addict, and I mean that literally, like, I mean, similarly to a drug addict, I stayed up till like 3.30 or whatever it was election night i couldn't take it anymore i continue to broadcast the results i've been streaming for 48 hours it's broken a couple times for whatever reasons but i've been just streaming and then when i'm here i flip back and try and get away from the commercials and go from fox to cnn and back and forth but i've been doing fox and cnn since election night in a steady stream so thank you to the new followers and anybody that commented or whatever uh why not i mean some people don't have access to the to the information so why not put it out there and so listen to me blather it occurs for yeah atheism is unstoppable anyways i i should take this down but like i said i i left this up for a week and then i got locked out for a week and i just got back yesterday or the the other day, like I said, like a drug addict, I stayed up late. I got three hours sleep. I got up, you know, I got things to do. But around that, I'm totally engrossed in like, what is going on here? You know, like, what the fuck? And you know what here? Cassandra Th- Fairbanks, thank you for putting into words what I think I'm feeling, what I'm ho- I hope I'm feeling. I felt such a relief and a release and a freedom from caring about who the fuck the president is. Leading up to it, I was anxious. I was thinking that I could make a difference by my social media posts. And you really don't. It's just another form to express your rage and hate. Even if it is in loving support of an ideology that I just can't see how the left thinks today or how they could vote for a guy like Joe Biden. I guess because Trump's that bad, I don't know. But there's so much that is wrong looking with this election. I'm not going to get into the election tonight. I I don't think that's why it's going to sort itself out. Whatever happens, happens. I'm detached from it. I don't know why, but Cassandra Fairbanks, I think it was her, tweeted the other day, I feel a freedom and a release from this thing. And I'm like, yeah, fucking right. And even if I wasn't feeling it, <laughs> she suggested me into it. No, I think it was, she put into words what I was feeling. Like, who cares? And the greatest, like, I do care, and I care way too much lately. So I think a little healthy detachment's okay. I didn't plan on it. I'm just like, you know what? 
how does it affect my life? I know it affects my life, but none of my friends care about politics to this degree that it causes them, um, what's a word for it? Addiction? Obsession? Intellectual thirst? Inform- a thirst for information, news, media, a critic. Like, I'm the natural critic. I see it. It's so easy for me. It's just my personality type. I am on my fourth YouTube channel. Welcome, True.Tube. If you're what? no, not you. Not, True.Tube's not rolling right now. It will be. We will be broadcasting from that website that you're looking at right there. Channel Surfing with Friends. Yo, what up, man? I need that thumbnail changed. It should say politics, comedy, and commentary or some shit like that. I can't. Free speech, politics, and comedy. We will be broadcasting from True.Tube soon, but right now I've got my privileges back on TrueTube, the YouTube channel. And that is what I think it's right here. Yeah. And we, oh, I got 90 subs now. Okay. I was locked out of this for two separate one week periods. And I realized that some of my interviews that I did with people were only on the channel that was biggest that just got hacked. The last Jim Fannin Show channel. I I think it was up around here, 85 or 88 subs. But it had like 300 videos and conversations. And it's gone. I I probably won't get it back. I got to figure out how to appeal it and what email system it was attached to or a dress or whatever so in the meantime i put some of that stuff up here devin tracy was great man check him out atheism atheism is unstoppable is my uh last oh no we had jb beverly after that beverly's with beef squad with jim goad good conversation this was a good one with uh rob berry from blue turtle anyways this chant welcome to tree i'm broadcasting right now see live on that channel and I haven't been able to do that for weeks and so welcome aboard sorry I'm kind of riding the coattails of a fake uh, headline which is President Trump I can get back to that I mean CNN just makes me um, of who those voters are proving that they did actually place a ballot but that's the kind of thing that you would need to see more rage so are you like me are you putting yourself honestly are you putting yourself in in the in the contact uh, in the category of people that unconsciously wakes up and looks for something to be pissed about I don't know I'm trying it on I don't want to believe that but there's so many of us if I do put myself in that category there's so many of you out there that that's like think about it Somebody was saying the other who it actually was Devin Tracy I think I was watching his feed on Twitch or something Or maybe he was on with Gavin on the election show on Censor.TV. I should have that loaded up. 
Starting off with a tranche of 3,000 names, there will likely be thousands more. I'm also told that the Trump campaign and has the names of people who are deceased the addiction that had a ballot cast in their a, name. A great deal of the addiction uh, so we hope to see more about to that gambling as, as comes from losing. Because the addict loves to lose. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, like, I don't understand addiction all that much. Like, I, I have, you know... I have some, but they're they're kind of like meaningless. They're not harmful addictions, but I, you know, I definitely have for food and like, oh my gosh, so many, not too many drug addictions that cause me any big deal or whatever. But I, I couldn't believe, like he put that in context. I'm like, oh, really? So somebody, I, I've been on this idea that we suffer from an addiction to rage, or not me, but that you do, or the left more, because that's what I'm critical of right now, because, well, you suck. I used to be on the left. I know all about the left. I ran 10 elections mostly on the left, and I'm not 24 anymore. When I was 24, it was my first election. I was on the left. I didn't know any better. And at 24, most people are lefties anyway. I can still debate the positions of the left better than you can. But now, I'm center-right. I'm moderate. I don't like the extremes. I don't like feminism that talks about my body, my choice right up until birth. That's fucked. Sorry for my... French. You can't have a conversation with someone that says my body, my choice, because you know what that means? That means my body, my choice anytime, right up until birth. And if what was the governor northern of Georgia, was it? It was on a radio show. This happened. The tapes out there. And he was asked a question of what happens if by some strange miracle, and this does happen, partial birth abortions or whatever, the baby makes it out alive despite your monstrous attempt to end its life. The, oh, I'm sorry, the fetus's life, because it's not a baby until it passes the birth canal, right? You get where I'm going with this? Anyways, Northam said, in response to a question of what do you do if the baby makes it out alive, Oh, well, we keep it comfortable, of course. And then we discuss between the doctors and the so-and-so what we're going to do. Sounds perfectly normal, right? Right? <laughs> this is the left today. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Anyway, I've been trying it on. Am I a rager? Do I look to be enraged? And being timed out on Twitter is actually kind of healthy because, well, I'm not really timed out. I'm just forced to go over to an account where I don't get that much action because my Jim Fannin show backup account that I use when I'm terminated from at Jim Fannin has got a quarter of the subs, right? And it's all about getting the message out and you... you you measure getting the message out with the obvious metrics that everyone uses on social media, the dopamine, um, what is the, the dopamine drip of 
social media acknowledgement. That's how you measure it with analytics. You can do it like simple. So although I use it for promotions and whatever, anyways, now I'm blathering. Did I even have a show planned tonight? No. Do I ever come on with notes? No. I promise. I promise because I'm, you know, I want to believe that I do a show that's quality enough that I could latch on with someone. It's got a little bit more, I don't know, reach. <laughs> now that I'm terminated on my YouTube channel. And I'm grateful for the 90 subs. But shit, you know it's going to be gone anytime. And it's nothing like I had with the, uh, the 6,000 subs I had when I was canceled. Anyway, welcome aboard. This is all you got, man. Around and around and around and around, and I th- I'm I'm based on Gavin McInnes's election night uh, performance. Um, I don't think I'll drink and broadcast any longer. <laughs> Come, I can't click on it. What the fuck. Trying to open it up, get a better pic. There we go. And based on this mess, how long do you go for? Six hours twenty one minutes. All right, I, I was planning on doing this. Here's, here's, <laughs> okay, so let me show you. <laughs> Can I just scroll through? Oh, man. Okay, here's Gavin uh, 25 minutes in. So maybe one beer, okay, uh, maybe two. Knowing Gavin, probably two. Um Milo Yiannopoulos, whatever his name is, that flaming homosexual. That I love Milo. He is actually he's very good in this role as a reporter or you know news. You know, doing the he was really good doing this, but then he got into the wine. So let's see, and he calls him Milo right off the bat. That was funny. Why are you calling me Milo? It's actually a pretty good... Here's here's Milo in the beginning, okay? <laughs> and this is this is really... Um, yeah, Gavin's looking good. Milo's looking good. Milo is a handsome fucking kid, man. A.M. this morning. No. All right. 7 p.m. Oh, so you did actually bring some means of celebration. Yeah. But I, I, am I don't have any wine glasses because I'm not a fag. <laughs> <laughs> um, Comfortable swigging. We've got a lot of guests. I didn't really uh, plan on you know picking it up there, but that's hey, that's the 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 schoolyard humor that you get on censored.tv, and I fucking love it. I miss it. I'm I'm glad one still is alive. Kumi is pretty good too. I um I haven't got into the compound medium as much. Gavin's my guy. Crowder is pretty good, although it's very well produced. Hollywood style skits, full blown production, um, but a little too scripted. And I loved. I was a huge fan of Crowder's when he had uh, Sven the computer and beep beep boop boop or <laughs> beep beep and not gay Jared on the board in a quarter bell act. Uh, what's his name? was good but not gay with jared was great okay so here's um the point i was making so here we're 10 minutes in the boys are looking good all right 
Let's see if I can. I'm not. Okay, Gavin is. Um, his eyes are not. <laughs> they're a little bit. Forget the guy above him. Okay, let's just see if we can get Milo. Where am I? How come I can't scroll? Oh, there. It's a bad. What's this? Just give me a full screenshot of him. Five hours in. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell the majority of the states left to call are places that lean very heavily Trump. Similarly, USA Today, 223 to 212. I guess We're it's okay to concede our landslide uh, predictions did not happen. They definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that are still what Fox News behind him, dumbass? <laughs> you've still got Georgia, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and are closed in all these states that are leaning... In some cases, heavily Actually, Trump. I mean, Pennsylvania now is uh, Milo was well on his way. He must have toned it down because he was. I remember seeing him halfway through, and he was fucking tr acting trashed. Unless he's just focusing right now. Anyways, I watched them for a while. I broadcast some of that. I went between these guys and Crowder. Crowder had some good interviews. I started out with the Jim Fannin show, and then we. Uh, I just went back and forth to these guys, then we started going back and forth from CNN to Fox, and uh, I, ha I haven't watched the broadcast. <laughs> I try not to watch my stuff. Um, but it was at least entertaining and informative as far as like an election night show because I just went back and forth. I went from these guys to Crowder and then from CNN to Fox and just ripped everyone off and then criticized them as... <laughs> <laughs> just chirp from the sidelines like a nobody you know what I mean like a rage monster <laughs> anyway go to censor.tv slam your 10 dollars get out your 10 dollars slam it down give it a month I think you'll find some value here if you like comedy and you're politically if you have some political leanings you'll like Soph she's a little bit rehearsed uh, young, pretty articulate, and has a knack for delivering with the camera. Actually, no, absolutely no charisma. <laughs> she's so fucking stark. Uh, she's got some good content. Biggs, I haven't watched Biggs in a while, but Biggs has got a solid show. Joe Biggs is a good man. I like his stuff. I just haven't been able to get over to it much. Copper Cab, not a big fan of. Lumert hasn't been doing stuff. Punk Rock Patriot, what the fuck? You haven't done a show since what? Forever. Fighting with Larry Barnes is cool. He breaks down the fights. Uh, that's pretty cool. Gary's mailbag is a homeless guy comes off the street and reads his own mail that viewers send to him. And uh, obviously it's, you know, co-hosted by... The Emperor of the Fag Zone and Gavin McKinnis, I'm gay for Gavin. Uh, these kind of shows are off much. Milo does a Friday night show. It's flaming. I don't watch it. And then there's the Gavin CRT uh, archives. Jacob Wall can be pretty good. Beef Squad, I never miss an episode of Beef Squad. Jim Goad is hilarious. JB Beverly's a great co-host. And he does the tech end of it. And actually a musician. I have an interview with JB Beverly that 
you probably can't find anywhere. I have to get that up, but because I've had so many channel terminations lately, m the majority of my stuff, I think, was on that last channel. But I'll put it up when it's there. It's probably be up there tonight, later. Atheism is unstoppable, is everywhere. Oh, you can find J.B. Beverly. You just search him on Twitter. Just search at Jim Fannin, at J.B. Beverly, and you should find a live video of my conversation with him up there. So that's one way you can grab it because I don't think it's on YouTube. And you can find it on Facebook, too, probably, if you search the two on Facebook. Uh, Devin Tracy is atheism is unstoppable, and he had a I enjoyed him a lot. I'm going to look to have him on again because even though these guys are pretty generous with their time, they give me an hour, um, you can only do so much in an hour. Like, we had a couple topics, but nothing really in-depth, and that was my first time talking to the Roo, Kangaroo. Uh, he was internet famous until they canceled him. Now he's on the Misfit, uh, the Island of Misfits on Censored.tv, which is probably where I should be. Wayne Dupree, not a fan. Dusty Bogan, can't get into it. Lotus is brand new, and, and I'm not liking what I see so far. But there's some good stuff here, man, and it's worth the 10 bucks. Stop watching CNN, man. And, and it's, fuck my ears. My headphones are 40 years old. But they work most of the time. So anyways, there's a commercial for Censored.TV. I don't get paid shit. But uh, there was a couple codes you could use. I don't know if they're doing codes anymore. But uh, if you're serious and you want a code, uh, there's probably one out there. Hit me up. Andrew. Oh, what's up? Uh-oh. I put, shouldn't put you up there, eh, bro? I'm looking at your access we just heard moments ago from the eastern district of pennsylvania the cool. federal court a judge took Sorry. that on heard the arguments first said that they should kind of figure it well, out on their own the in a recess but then came back from the recess and said each side democrat huh. and republican could have 60 observers in the room as long as they keep their social distance because of covid yeah, and that the countdown should continue the in night. philadelphia so that's where we are the bottom line you do have those legal challenges we're trying to follow them piece by and, piece as uh, the developments come up uh, martha and brett but you he's, also have um, the vote count and the president's well, lead now, shrinking right. throughout well, the day just this. over 64,000 votes let's now back to you guys Connell, thank you very much I'm not watching so the Republican Congresswoman right now, Debbie so. Lasko contends that, that the race is not room, over in her state of Arizona, and she will meeting. join us to tell us what she thinks is going on there. Coming up next. I spoke to, to the president yesterday morning, right. and I told him and, uh, I believe me, that Arizona is going to go the, for uh, President Donald J. Trump, and then he's going to other states, and he's going to win America. When you're through with powering Invite through, it's time copy. for Theraflu, hot liquid medicine, Done. powerful relief so right. you can restore well, and recover. Candy. Theraflu, hot beats cold. And then I'll We're excited to do business with you, but before we sign, I gotta ask. Sure, anyway. Hi, Sam. We searched you online and you're still there. maybe you can explain this. Yeah, I can't believe that kids. garbage is still coming in. That is so false. Frustrated with your online search so results? Call Reputation Defender today to join tens of thousands who've improved their online reputation. Get your free reputation Jerry, report for the at reputationdefender.com or call 1-877-866-8000. I do have a nice one, an instrumental that uh, I'm trying out. Who, who gave me this one? Matt? Look at this. Can I play this right here? 
It's in your nature to be busy. It's in our nature to be flexible. WGU, the online university where ambition never rests. So, who here struggles with clogged gutters? Let's take a look at some damage caused by clogged gutters. Clogged gutters did all that? Absolutely. That looks like our house. Who climbs ladders to clean Who their guts? Uh, no. In the Dad, lobby. I keep telling you it's dangerous. <laughs> Climbing ladders is too dangerous. Once right, our ladders go, go up, up you can put yours down forever. So how does it work? Leaf Filter's three-piece system filters out leaves and debris. Good tune, Letting eh? water flow through freely. Do we need to replace our gutters? Well, Great question. Admit, yeah, admit Actually, Leaf Filter could be installed you. right on top of your existing gutters. That will save a lot of money. Hang on. Do I have to pay for an estimate? No, it's free. And you'll get a free gutter inspection. What happened? Just went away. Okay, so I got you. Can you hear me, brother? Yeah, man. Can you hear me? I'm all good. I might have... I got something playing in the background I haven't figured out yet. But anyways, how's things, man? How did you... uh, listening. Oh, here we All go. right, welcome back, everybody. The Trump campaign second. is holding a press conference right now in Atlanta, Georgia, tonight with Republican leaders in the state. Let's listen in. Well, we got a press conference. All of you have been reporting. Joe Biden up 10 points here. One even said 17 points. You know what that was doing? You interfered more with this election than the damn Russians has. Okay. That's enough of that noise. Let me tell you. I'm just going to cut this out. We're not Welcome aboard, brother. What's going on? Let me turn your mic up because I think you were down a little bit low last time. From the other side of the world. No, I think you're good. It was on my end. I turned you up. Man, Dusty Bargain's all right. (laughs) Is he? He's all right. Okay, well, maybe I just haven't seen enough yet. You know, I think it's... um, I'm just like, come on, man. I want to see quality content, right? But I don't also get it's not. Hey, it's not. What the fuck do I know? Gavin's doing fine. How much? He's making a mil, over a million dollars a year and just membership, like sponsorship, to watch his show. So he ain't doing bad. I'm not telling him how to do anything. But Copper Cab, what the fuck, man? Oh yeah, Copper Cab's <laughs> insane. No, but Dusty Bogan, he's very lo-fi. He's like the dinosaur junior of. Um, podcasts or whatever you want to call them okay well what's that mean what's that reference mean i'm not familiar with the dinosaur I, i've heard the name but i don't know what the reference means dinosaur junior were just a really like lo-fi do-it-yourself kind of band okay where even their really popular albums they just would just drop like a recorder in the middle of a room and not necessarily figure out the levels and everything so oh. it's really like yeah so dusty bogan just walking around with a microphone and a camera Oh, you know, uh-huh. glare everywhere. It reminds you, yeah, he's like the dinosaur junior of podcasts. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, I did a I did a little bit of a pre pre election show, mm-hmm. and last time I checked in with you, you're like, dude, I'm too amped. <laughs> do, you, do you take it know. that seriously? This is the, this is insane. Um, the whole world is watching the states right now. And it's it's kind of disheartening in a way because I was thinking back to um, when the Hong Kong protests were happening. You probably you know that viral clip where the RV Yemeni from Rebel News is talking to that Hong Kong protester. He's like, "Don't trust China. China's asshole." Oh, yeah, right. That? Yeah, yeah, that's a great clip. Yeah. Um, those guys are walking around with the American flag, man. The the flag and the country stand for freedom and democracy. 
And to see them do this, all this stuff that's going on and how they're trying to illegitimize the whole process, the whole process, steal the, the, the true election away from Trump and these ballots that just keep showing up in massive <laughs> chunks. Um, yeah, my, my concern is that it's just going to keep going. I think they're probably, if they haven't already, they're about to call Georgia. Mm-hmm. Have they called it yet? No, it's it's a gap of about three thousand now, and um, oh, dude, it's going to start another civil war, is what I think. Mm-hmm. It's uh, strange that the well, it seems like the riots are quiet. I mean, there's a little bit of it, but I don't think it's in. I think everyone's kind of sitting on their hands, waiting to see what happens. Um, Every update that we get is not actually an update. It's just more of the same thing. It's Sleepy Joe and that crazy witch that follows him around, which, oh, my God, if he gets in, he won't be president for long. She'll push him off a cliff or something. Kamala Harris, she's she's off her fucking wagon. But, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, it's... it's, uh, I, I just I don't even know what to say about it, man. All the updates that we're getting, they're not really updates. It's just more of the same thing. Joe and Kamala just saying, oh, you know, we, we're confident we're going to win it. But when Trump says, I'm confident that we have won it, um, it just sort of goes around in circles for a little bit. I don't really know. I don't think anybody really knows what to expect next. And a lot of people are flooding my my Facebook inbox saying, oh, you know, he didn't look very energetic or that's not the, the spirit that I was hoping out of that last update. He's probably been awake for the past three to four days straight. Mm-hmm. Can we yeah, cut the guys some slack, much. please? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm having, it makes me feel so basic, but I'm having a difficult time. And I, I hey, trust me, I'm the first to say I suffer from severe polarization. I've got my issues. I'm cemented on them pretty well now. Like, I can be changed on some, you know, I haven't had an educated debate on capital punishment. Not that that's a big thing right now, but, you know, like on immigration, I've got a cemented opinion. You don't come across illegally, period. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not hard to figure out. Mm. Um, So, and you don't fuck with my speech. You don't regulate guns because more laws don't cause communities to be safer so i'm i'm pretty firm i'm son of my position some of them i'm not because they're just not important to me now but i have this is a long-winded way of saying that it makes me feel so basic when i truly have a, a difficult time understanding how one person in that country votes democrat or votes for that guy or those two like like for instance the attorney general for um, Pennsylvania came on, I think it was tonight. I can't remember her name, but I I, I kind of re-quoted it in my live stream as to who she, Booker or something like this, but I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, she could be an absolute, like she's Democrat, I get it. But first glance, listening to the way she handled her answers, I did not see... Uh, an ideologically possessed politician. I saw someone real. Now she could be completely evil, but I made a snap judgment right there. I'm like, Oh, like I might not agree with this woman, but I like her demeanor. I think she's probably a decent person. You know what I mean? 
you get some of yeah, these no, these these politicians the one in chicago and uh waters specifically like there's so many of them that are just unlikable and biased and and maybe put trump in that category but like and i wasn't a trump fan since the escalator like i was very soft on trump the only thing i agreed about trump is i wasn't going to I wasn't going to generate any hate for him because I had experienced hating my own politicians here in Canada, Stephen Harper. And it just, mm. it, it's, it, it tears you up. So I don't yeah. need any more hate. So I just said, I'm not, well, I'm not going to waste any hate on this guy. And then when he started talking policy, I'm like, okay, well, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I like the way he handled China. I like the way he crossed the DMZ. Uh, yeah. I like, like, I like his, I like what he did on the coronavirus. I, I can't find one lefty to tell me what they would have done that he didn't do when he closed Is Europe. It, yeah. Like my jaw dropped when I watched it. I was carrying it live. I'm like, what? Like, that's a yeah. big deal for your economy to close Europe, right? I get closed in China. We never closed yes. anything in Canada. And mm. so... It really makes you understand that he knows that taking care of the people in, in, in his own country is and always will be his first priority. Um, you know, he likes to gloat about, oh, the greatest economy and all that. And, and fair enough, that's true. Oh, he's such a but, bullshitter, but at least you know what you get. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a blowhard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even even that being his main, um, uh, well, not his main, but one of his giant, um, you know, one of the giant ticks in his column, the giant box that he's standing on, even for him to be willing to shut that down at that point, that early in the game, just shows you that he, he's not actually... Um, this megalomaniac that everybody's making him out to be. Well, no, and what, like, there's so, then, then as I start to get deeper with Trump, I'm like, well, he's funny as hell, number one. That's mm. so important. Two, I love that you just know what you get with Trump. You get the same, he doesn't pretend for anyone with the queen with the pope with you with wh whoever he's just trump and i love people mm. like that because at least you know what you get so then he starts mm. to grow on me with his humor and then his policy and then i find myself defending them because the left has taken all his quotes out of context you know i didn't yeah. see him say all those things live but when you go back and you find out that no he wasn't saying there was good people on both sides idiots and they're still mm. talking about it today. So, and that's kind of what rages me most, you know, about the media is it's so leftist. And, and so, well, I you know. think it's the, I think it's the left that actually uh, are responsible for the majority of his supporters. I put it this thing, I put this thing on Facebook before the election started. I think you might, I think you liked it actually, um, where I was just sort of saying back in 2015, if anyone asked me about politics or any of this sort of stuff, I would have said, I don't care. I don't have an opinion because when one half gets something, the other half gets upset and keep me out of it. But then somewhere down the line, I saw, they said, the apprentice guy's running for president. And I was like, all right, that sounds dumb, but whatever. <laughs> keep reading the headlines. And then this one showed up where they said, it was the one where they said he was making fun of the uh, handicapped reporter. Right. You know the one? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, I have to see this. So I clicked on the link. There's no video. I went searching for it. I couldn't find it. Eventually, I did find it, and it was so taken out of context. Yeah, I know. I know. And then this is back when the when the YouTube algorithm used to work. The next video that lined up was uh, from the Gavin McGuinness show, where he's just going through and explaining um, what actually happened, and just mm. providing the context with the whole clip. And it was just some. I don't know if it's. <laughs> my Sicilian blood or what, but just, I never forgot that. And I was like, you fuckers made me feel bad for this guy 
over something yeah. that didn't happen. Well, I and just found myself. You made me defend him. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Every other time they said something bad about him, I was like, all right, I'm going to look into it. And I just kept mm -hmm. finding more lies and more lies. And then I started watching the rallies. And it's like you said, you hear, I want to do this and I want to do that. And, and China's uh, eating our lunch and we're losing all these jobs. You know what? He's it, been so consistent on there. China. He's had the same narrative on China for 30 years. Mm -hmm. He's been talking about yeah. China eating our lunch for 30 years. So, like I said, if nothing else, he's consistent. I mean, he did. He, he's been. I don't know. He's. Uh, anyways, I, I say all that to say, you'd think that even the lefties could go. Well, at least he's a leader. At least he's right. not getting pushed around on the world stage. Nobody's taking advantage of Trump. I don't think he's in anyone's. Well, I mean, I don't think he's in the pocket of big business as much or the establishment as much as any other president. I refuse. I mean, it, he could be. Maybe he's just milking it. Could be. But yeah. most of them do, anyways. I mean, even if even in Congress, I mean, they make a living off this, no problem. These guys aren't living off of, mm. you know, seventy, eighty, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. They're living in million dollar mansions. Like this, it just doesn't wash. You know, you're in a. He doesn't seem to be the kind of guy that would like to be on a leash. No, Sorry. he's an anti-establishment guy, which I appreciate. He doesn't care. He holds a middle finger. He don't care. He took on Big Pharma. I thought that was pretty cool, you know, and he, I feel like he genu genuinely, you know, wants to take care of people. He didn't have to run for president. He donates his check. Oh, listen, I got a, I got a list. I'm going down here. Like, so yeah, <laughs> the, it wasn't, he just grew on me and now you know, I've been, Trump didn't red pill me. That started before that, but he was part of it. You know, it was mostly, I think, Crowder got to me quite a bit. Uh, I was already red pilled when I came over to McInnes, I think. Jordan Peterson mm -hmm. unbelievably brought me really squarely to facing the radical left with their trans issue thing. Mm. And I get that the radical left is only a few people. But they're ugly, man. And I don't want you to tell me what my speech I should be saying, you know. So, yeah, like uh, five years ago today, I was a Green Party candidate. You believe that? Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, look, one last thing and then I'll, I'll let you go. Because you mentioned earlier that you were saying that uh, with Trump, what you see is what you get. I think with Biden, obviously what you see is not what you get. And it's very early in the game. Obviously, it, it looks like it's kind of leading towards him at least winning this election, at least on paper. But it seems to me, or in my opinion, at least, that the mask, Biden's mask is starting to slip. If you look at the emails that have come out from Hunter Biden's laptop, and then if you look at the way that he sort of goes after some of these reporters that ask him difficult questions, mm. and then you also take into consideration the way that Obama talks about him behind his back, and then you compare it with his persona, like Grandpa Joe, everyone get along let's when you compare those two contrasts his personality his tv personality versus all this other stuff that we know about him it it it's the polar opposite of donald trump well i would agree with you wholeheartedly and today you know what um the last time i saw joe biden was about two o'clock in the morning right and he nailed it he looked good he didn't fumble. He was on, and I didn't expect him to be that fresh, but he mm. was, he was on point. And mm. then, um, today 
I looked once at him and I'm like, oh, he looks like hell. Like, oh, have we seen Joe Biden today? I didn't know that we'd seen I him today. I think I saw him today. Did did he not speak today somewhere? I don't know. I saw a clip of him recently, like today. At some point, I saw a clip of him, and he looked bad. Yeah. So I mean, this whole week to me is just a blur. Well, and that's I'm pretty much running on American time. Well, yeah, and that's what I was. I've been saying is, you know, uh, at least you got leadership there. This guy loves it. Like Trump just feeds off it, man. He's like he is the perfect personality type for president of this time i think and so yeah i was saying earlier i feel uh a strange freedom and detachment from it because i think when it came push came to shove at 3 30 in the morning i woke up and i'm like who cares fuck it mm. you know what? Mm. i can't let it fucking consume every waking moment because it was last couple days right up to it you know because i thought you know i'm going to be active doing my part to chirp you know pre-election even though i'm canadian mm-hmm. you never know you might influence a vote here or there <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right yeah. yeah and then afterwards right, i'm like man, well, you know look, I'll, I'll let you get back to it all right i got nothing but thanks for calling man i appreciate talking that's to all you. right all right <laughs> thanks for sharing the streams sharing them with a couple of people yeah but, um here and there and i'll check back in with you again down the line all right my brother take it easy take man. Care. peace out bye Andrew, he's an Aussie, if you haven't noticed. And then he said Sicilian blood. I'm like, what? What is that? True tube. Oh, it's cleaned up. We even got a merch store. Oh, it's nice and simple now. This is my conversation with Rob Berry. It was, uh, I thought it was inspiring. (laughs) This, um, how did this... Oh, no, this one didn't get dropped. This is about the only clip. I have a few clips of Gavin up, but pretty much, I mean, I could play you. The, oh, no, I can't play you the clip. If I play you the clip, it'll, it'll give me another strike. I could play you this clip because this one. I'm a sponsor. Hey, Jim. I punish you. My brother, can you hear me all right? Yes. Yep. So good, man. Uh, I just also had a fantasy about Ryan dying, and I was really sad for a Aww. minute. Nice job on the app. Sorted a bunch of bugs for me, and I uh, love the laughs and the comedy that are sorely needed these days. Brother, I wonder, outside of Rogan and Ezra, who's dropped you because there's, quote, you know, you've got a hive of bees around you, or bees flying around you, and who stood beside you? I hope that uh, you sue the SPLC into bankruptcy. And thanks for taking my call. I'll listen online. I like you more than a friend. Peace out, y'all. Perfect. That was a good one, except... Jim Rule. Except he had a fantasy about you dying and he felt sad. Yeah, he didn't like it. I think he means he had a dream. No, no, it was probably like a nightmare, maybe. (laughs) But no one fantasizes. You don't feel bad about your fantasies. Oh, I don't I feel bad about Eva Mendez and Lucy Liu wrestling over who gets to blow me first. <laughs> it. Okay, that's not a fantasy. You weren't expecting dude. this, were you? Um, <laughs> I think it's easier to list who didn't abandon me. Mm. That would be Laura Loomer, Milo Yiannopoulos, 
Alex Jones, then like Jack Posobiec, Cassandra Fairbanks. Uh, Love Cassandra sort of Fairbanks. Misfit toys on the on the um, on the right. It, what about liberals who didn't screw me over? I don't want to say their names because they didn't go public about it, and I don't want to screw ruin their careers. <laughs> but very few out of this sort of L.A. funny scene, I can think of one, mm. and he's getting in shit because he goes to parties and he doesn't disparage Trump enough. He doesn't wear a Trump shirt, but they're all bitching about Trump and then look over at him and he's like, meh. That's, that's wearing a Klansman <laughs> uniform in L.A. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, and Dave Rubin, by the way, he had abandoned me uh, back like maybe two years ago. He was already like, yeah, I'd love to get you on the show, but... Uh, yeah. James O'Keefe didn't abandon you. James O'Keefe, that's another good one. Mm -hmm. but, but he doesn't... He's not someone who hosts people. You're right. He did appear on my show, though, at the drop of a hat. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James O'Keefe's a good example. Um, so that's... Uh, you can watch these kind of clips. I'm going I'm to get some more conversations up there. It's... Uh, I, it needs some work. Jim Sh Oh, what's this? Jim Shannon show. How do you get there? Oh, see? All right. Well, we got some live shows up there. Or do we? I got to work on this stuff, man. Um, but it's up. Soon we'll be broadcasting from this. T-R-E-W. True dot tube. You feel me? Go slam down 10 bucks and get on censor.tv. You'll love it. So there's my true dot tube. And welcome to my uh, true tube. YouTube. Um, audience, my Twitter audience, that's obviously it's raging. <laughs> Nobody wants to. Uh, president, it's president's stream, and yeah, no, it's not. I'm out. This was something that didn't go right. Um, what the fuck you, fascist! Now you're going to jail for the third time. I should have this loaded. This animal. Luger right in the face. Bye bye. No polite. Can you turn around and put your hands behind your back, young lady? You're going to jail? No. Not in this case. Look at homie in the background, eh? Look at her. You think you're so fucking tough. You live in the greatest country in the world. Davina. She was an intern for some demo for uh, Jerry Nadler. <laughs> she's been arrested. This is the third time she's been arrested. She's been arrested for a resisting arrest. <laughs> you know, so back to my open. I'm trying on the idea that I'm a rageaholic that I'm actually subconsciously going out and looking for this. 
every day. That's not healthy. Could I be this? Could I be this guy? Corona what? You notice that the live streams have no coronavirus in the Chirons. Well, this is Fox. They didn't do much of that. It was mostly CNN that did that. But CNN's Chiron, which I can switch to right now, probably. Fox's. The Chiron is what's on the bottom. Now, I know we have an election on, obviously. And it's fluid. But not once has Corona made the Chiron since the election. I haven't seen anything about anything about Corona since the election started, like probably maybe even a day before. Hardly anything. And I watch. Gutfield, uh, don't... Have you ever been to an Eagles game today? He said, now, I don't know. Maybe you're a fan, Greg, but back the hell up if you're not, man. Get off my boys. Fucking hurting enough. Oh, we got football on tonight. I got to get out of here. It's 8 o'clock. Game's coming up. Uh, Trump's by... uh, (laughs) I went to Trump's timeline today. Not because I go there a lot. Fuck off. Uh, (laughs) Now, now somebody responded, I'll just click view and you can see them. No shit. Fuck. I shouldn't talk shit about my followers. I, you know, I, I love you all. Thank you. But yeah, I get that all you have to do is click on it and you see it. But that's not the point. This was the top of Trump's feed when I went to it today at 5.08. Oh, big tech is in the tank. Like, you cannot believe. Chain of custody is only a few days away from trending. I'm telling you. It's going to be, you're going to hear so much about chain of custody in, in, in three, two, one days. Tops. Listen, don't listen to me. I never, I never predict anything with any um, accuracy at all. So. <laughs> what was this? Oh, this is news. Jim Acosta is such a weasel, a worm. You know, it's funny how you earn your nicknames. Because I have some favorites. Cuck is one. We all know. You dumb fucking cunt is certainly one of them. But Jim Acosta is such a... He's a worm. Look at that beautiful face. (laughs) Trump is in the Oval Office this afternoon. A White House official confirms. Um. (laughs) What? Okay. Yeah. He. Where do you expect him to be? On the golf course? (laughs) If he was on. If he's. I mean. So what? Trump is in the bathroom. Breaking. Trump is on the patio. Breaking. (laughs) This just in. Trump is in a house coat in his bedroom. In the White House. This just in. Sounds of what could be sex came from the door. Report. 
from a source deep inside the <laughs> fuck off wow thank you Jim you suck hey did you watch this this is um U.S. Postal Service oh my god no volume alright brother hey not a problem man I'm gonna see if I can get you some uh, like a little nice little handful Oh, you're going to get a handful? Three, two, two. You're going to get a handful? I'll probably put, I don't know, maybe. If, 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 it, if it's in there, I ain't do it. And you'll put something in there for me. I might, man. All right, brother. Like do. A poster I don't think this is an enabler of corruption in Canada. This is what it looks like. It usually wears it, it usually wears a pink or purple turban to signify his uh, allegiance to the LBGTQ uh, plus two um, AI. A country just south of our border has so abysmally failed the challenge of this global pandemic has put people in the United States at risk and has put, frankly, the world at risk. You imagine a Canadian politician chirping an American president, the leader of the free world, who... Who denies basic steps that would keep people safe, who has... How? Which ones? Division, ...has inspired white supremacists, violence... What? Emboldened racism. What division to a like you're doing right now? Jug meat. In that in that context, yes, it is important. For this guy has got a three thousand dollar suit on. I I isn't. It would be better for fucking the comb the thing at least. Like I mean, okay, I get that you don't fucking go near a razor for whatever reason, mostly religious, I guess. He's a Sikh, right? But can you fucking dial it back? Like, comb it down? Like, get the fucking... Like, I mean, does it have to be the... Man, listen to me. Who fucking cares? This guy's got a beard. Fucking cares. I don't listen or watch everything I post. But my 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 comment is correct. But can you... And, you know, I can't watch it all because it destroys me. I'll do it with you right here, but... K.R. Davidson, you got one day right now. K.R. Davidson's running for the CPC, that's the Conservative Party of Canada, in the St. Catharines EDA. He, if you, if you, if you want to vote for him, if you think he's a good guy and you want him to be the candidate, he has to have an internal nomination contest first, which is probably in the next month or so. But you need to be a member of the local EDA today. If you go to my Twitter account, you'll see that and you got to live in St. Cat. You have to live in St. Cat. Listen to my English. My grandmother would slap me. Well, she wouldn't slap me, but if you live in St. Catharines and you want to support a local conservative guy, a lawyer, a, a good man, a solid man, you got to join the party today. It's 15 bucks. The link is on my Twitter. But you got to live in you must live in St. Catharines. You gotta. Oh, fuck. Um, holy cuckoo. 
you privileged racist pig is a very uh, fitting moniker for you young lady you privileged piece of I don't like to say piece of shit anymore it's just so human garbage works are these people redeemable do you think this woman who's been arrested three times in the last three months rioting protesting spitting in cops faces resisting arrest assaulting officers I think she had a weapons charge maybe too is this a woman that's going to come around or is this is what you get she's 24 hey when I was 24 I was ideologically possessed too not to that degree but I was a lefty no one cared enough to bring me over to the right or couldn't reach me if they did (laughs) I got over to the right in the last five years on my own It's just the center-right, but with the left being so far left, the center-right is extreme. Oh, I'm sorry. You're watching TV and not me. Fuck. What an idiot. Thanks for tuning in to the Jim Fannin Show, where you don't get to watch what I watch. Uh, we just watched that, and we just watched that. I guess you just got to hear it. You don't really need to see it. So at least you should have got the audio from it. So, okay. I'm a little bit of an idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Did I at least play this for you? No. Did I miss it? All right, I'm going to put you through it one more. No, I think you did watch this. I hope I... See, I have two screens, and there she spits in her face, and then now you're going to jail. You dumb vagina. (laughs) All right. It's 8.03. I've done my time. Thanks to Andrew for coming out. Um, I I guess I should finish up with the music because this is how we identify the the show, I guess. When we're, uh, oh, we'll just finish up with this. Oh. You're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you. War. Yep. One of my favorite clips, Andrew Breitbart. I wish I was around. I wish I knew him. I wish I was... I wish I was tuned in to media when he was alive because he was one of the greats. And, uh, yeah, I did a couple long streams, man. Look at this, 17 hours on this one. I started out whenever. I guess it was broken into pieces. So this one's 17 hours. Continued election coverage. That's 17 hours. It's the same one. My iPhone was crapped out on me the other day. Kind of scared me. Two hours, that was the interview with Blue. Okay, so I guess maybe, I don't know. I thought it was broke. It must have been broken up into pieces. Excuse me. Oh, there's another 22-hour one. 
17 and 22. That's about right. There we go. So that was the first one. Actually, at the beginning of this... No, at the beginning of this, it should be my oh, show. He told me to stop playing with... <laughs> so there's probably hey, one before... There's probably one before this one, too. Although... Oh, that was before I got my privileges back on... And it wasn't broadcast. I was, see, when I was suspended, or when I, when I was uh, in jail for Twitter jail, this might be the original one. This has to be it. Unless I had a broadcast issue. Yeah, this, okay, so... This is actually a pretty good show, and then I went down the lorry, yep, fucking rabbit hole again. What's wrong with me? I got called out on social media. <laughs> My social media started raging the other day because I put up a clip of Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery had with Baba Wawa saying that, yeah, it's all right to hit a woman once in a while as long as you use the open hand and she deserves it, you know. Like if she keeps going on and on and won't let it go. She keeps coming back at you over and over and over when you told her to drop it and she won't let it go and she won't let it go and she won't let it go. Then, hey, give her a fucking smack. Didn't say it exactly like that, but that's exactly pretty much what he said. But the genius part was the end of it. He, um, well, not he, Sean Connery. Well, what happened? How come it's not there? How come you can't watch it? Oh, it's there. Anyways, this one's not uploaded. Anyways, at the end of the video, whoever edited the video um, made it look like he smacked Baba Wawa across the thatch. And it was fucking hilarious, right down to the point of, like... It sounded like she was sitting on a collapsible chair and she fell her ass right over or, or she took out a coffee table on the way down or something. Like, it was classic funny. I should have it here. I didn't, I wasn't, you know, it's not. Anyways, I posted that shit on my, on my Facebook and some virtue signaling hillbilly got a hold of it and started sharing it all over the place, calling for, he was tagging media in my town trying to get me canceled further or fired again like he was he was tagging mutual friends and then provoking comments for people to come to my page and tell me that I was a whatever something not nice well listen I don't care what you say bring it it's traffic fuck you're probably listening right now because of it Okay, so this is an example of the girl I was talking about earlier. I don't know why she could be evil, but I I like to think I'm a good judge of character. It's not because she's gorgeous or anything like that. I just looked at her. I'm like, yeah, well, she sounds like a reasonable human being. But I'm happy to check with them afterwards. They, and, I mean, Again, maybe she's the devil. The other things, but I don't know what's going on in those seven precincts. So thank you. We will reach out to them. Or maybe she's just that good of a politician that she's she makes herself likable, even if you uh, 
disagree completely. But I'm just sitting there. I'm going, you know what? Who else is coming around on me? Uh, Donna. What's Donna's name? The girl that gave Hillary Clinton all the questions at the debate? Donna Brazil. I the first couple times I saw Donna Brazil, the, what was coming out of her mouth was just pure garbage, and so and that with the fact that like, well, she's different looking. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, she's no uh, Mayor Littleton or whatever her name is. Fucking uh, Beetlejuice there in in Chicago. Um. Actually, Donna Brazil's a, a decent-looking lady. She's she's got the big hair, and she's you know she's you know she puts some effort into it. <laughs> Anyways, the first couple times she said something, I was just loathing, you know, like ooh, just you know, revolted. But she's grown on me lately. <laughs> I kind of like her. She tells it like it is. You know, she's biased. You know, she's in the tank. You know, and but Fox pays her, I think, to be on. So, and I've been watching a lot of Fox. So she's like the the token, one of their token liberals that they have on, like Juan, whatever his name is. He's not so great, but Donna Brazil is growing on me. I don't. I won't. It's not like I want to hate her, but I, I, she. I easily could. I can't believe Donna Brazil. What am I saying? Donna Brazil is growing on me. What the hell is wrong with me? Anyways, did we play that? Uh, Maddie McPherson, thank you for the tune, man. This is Matt McPherson. I played a little bit of it earlier. Uh, let's go back. We'll, we'll go back to like about 25 seconds in. Uh, I'm going to let this play through. It's a five minute track. And then I got to play some music afterwards as for my bumper music. Apparently, if I do that, then we can find my stuff on the net. We can find if it's if somebody else is using it or whatever, I guess. Because I used to be able to do it on my YouTube channel when I had a good channel. You could actually cruise around and look for your content, like content that matched yours. So in other words, if you have unique content, it's yours, right? Um. But I don't have that privilege now. So this is Matt McPherson. Thank you, brother. I bumped into this. He commented it on. He commented it. He commented it on my uh, post. I haven't talked to Matt in a while. I like Matt. Um, and so I went to his profile because I wasn't sure exactly who it was. And then I went over to his Bandcamp. No, SoundCloud link. And I found this little beauty. I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm a sucker for the beats. It's instrumental, but I like it. And he said I could use it. And it won't get me busted on YouTube, I hope. So, yeah, I gotta, I gotta take a break at least. Matt McPherson, thank you, my brother. I love you. This is called Want Some?
suck. Thank you. Maddie McPherson, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for sending me over some beats. Anyways, yeah, commented on my page. I cruised by, and that's what you got. Oh, fuck. Sorry, didn't mean to scare you. So, <sighs> this, seriously, unbelievable. It's going to be, um, I don't know, how long? Too long. Too much uncertainty, man. A lot of people sending me that look what I found thing lately. Spam, I guess. Yeah, weeks. I don't know. But I'm... I've detached. I'm out. This is all I care about now. Violence against cops. Violence on our liberties. Big tech in the tank with lack of censorship for animals like this. This is okay. You know, she's doubling down and I get it. You take a beating, you get canceled, you get hate from all over the place, you go suicidal, you go on a couple benders, and then you come back and you're like, fuck you. I'm fucking stronger than you, you fuckers. Fuck the mob, man. But, come on, man. Is that really necessary? <laughs> She's not well. I wonder. Do. <sighs> Zeke Kyle. Well, I guess you have to have your fingers outstretched for it to be a Zeke Kyle. Bannon. She's posting Bannon. This is what I don't get. Why? What? Like, I guess I do the same thing. But if you hate these people so much, why do you give them your massive platform of 2.1 million followers? I mean, Bannon's got his own platform. Oh, he's banned from everything. Bannon is banned. I'll be banned as well. I don't know how long I'll be for these platforms, but even maybe I'll go away before they ban me. I don't know. But like, why do, why do you give this guy an extra platform? What's he saying? What are you saying, Steve? Let's see. If you will, with the British yeah, while they were funny, occupying Philadelphia. Oh, I got something else in the background, too. Oh, no. And I see I'm not on the... See? I keep talking to you. But I'm not showing you. Fuck, I'm sorry. I am my word. I'm not on the ball today for produ production. Not at all. Where was I? Kathy Griffin. Second term. Second term kicks off with firing Ray, firing Fauci. Now, I actually want to go a step farther, but I realize the president is a kind-hearted man and a good man. I'd actually like to go back to the old uh, times of Tudor England. I'd put the heads on pikes, Ooh. right? I'd put them at the two corners of the White House as Ooh. a warning <laughs> to federal bureaucrats. You either get with the program or you're gone. 
Wow. Time to stop playing games. Blow it all out. Put, put Rick Grinnell today <sighs> as the interim head of the FBI. That'll that'll light some that'll light him up, right? You know what's Wow, Bannon going hard. So okay, if you hate that speech so much, and I say I'm a free speech absolutist, Bannon has every right to say yeah, I mean, he's not, no, he's not inciting violence. He's he's making a fucking, I don't know. It's probably more a joke than anything. Or a metaphor or a bad, uh, what do you know, what do you call him? Like, I'm sure the guy's going to fucking, like, take someone's head off and put it on spikes. At the, like, come on. Come, come on. <laughs> But why would you why would you promote it? If you hate it so much, why promote it? If it's so bad and so damaging and in, and incites fear and hate, why would you continue to propagate it, Kathy Griffin? Well, well, well. Steve Bannon says regarding Dr. Anthony Fauci and FBI Director Christopher Ray, I'd put the heads on spikes. So if it is actually inciting others to commit violent acts against individuals, then why retweet it? Oh, no, because she quote tweets it, so she gets all the action off it. That's why. Jeez. Anyway. It's 8.20. Kickoff's already started, probably. Let's see. What we got here? No, hasn't started yet, but wow. That's a nice gold mask. What the, what the, what, you don't need a mask when you're broadcasting. What are you going to infect your mic? Nobody else is using your mic. Stop it. What These people are wearing masks. Don't wear a mask when you're working out, you fools. Like, why don't people get it? I know the NFL's probably got harsh rules. This is called kickoff, kids. There's one thing more important than broadcasting to you on a Thursday night, and that is this. And that probably just got me canceled. Cut down. All right. Just so we can see we did it. On the way out, we got a hit. Two of my inter in instrumentals, okay? Okay. Peace. Love. Hug your neighbor. And I guess this is when you say, like me, share me, follow me. Twitter, Twitch, DLive, YouTube, Periscope, Fakebook. What up? Respond to me! You know who that guy is? Sports uh, commentary. Sports radio show out in L.A. No, you wouldn't know who it is. Oh, please, someone tell me who that was. Los Angeles, respond to me. <laughs> Nobody's going to know who that is. All right. Um, what are we doing? Oh, we're getting sidetracked. That's what we're doing. A deep, dark hole. That's what I call this. My friend... Jay Beatty made it for me. And the one after that, it's just called Fan and Intro Mix. It's good enough for the, the girls I date. Peace, love, hug your neighbor, take your mask off. I'm out.